Welcome to One Mom, One Girl, Together We Rise, a podcast by me, Angie, a parent coach at Empowered Parents, Empowering Daughters. You can find information about me at parentcoachangie.com or on Facebook at Empowered Parents, Empowering Daughters. So this is episode number four in our podcast, and today we're going to be talking about how an empowered daughter listens to her mama sometimes. And first, I want to tell you a little bit about myself. I am a former teacher and then became a stay-at-home mom for several years, and I'm now working as a parent coach. And I have three daughters, twin 13-year-old girls and an 11-year-old girl. And I want to reflect back on my years of teaching just very quickly and share with you just how much I loved my career as a teacher, including that very first year, or especially that very first year of teaching when I taught kindergarten, and the memories I have of setting up my classroom, spending all my personal money on manipulatives for the classroom, because it was a public school system, and developing curriculum in my time off. And I remember working until 9 or 10 p.m. at night you know, throughout the entire school year, especially that first year, just getting everything set up and making sure the systems worked and everything was in place. But it never felt like work, never felt like, oh, geez, I'm, you know, working until 10 p.m. again. And where's my day gone? It was more exciting for me. And I loved it so much that it was such a passion of mine that the days went by, the hours went by very quickly but I loved every moment of it. And although I was exhausted for those, you know, the first year and several years after that, I loved everything that I did. And then I became a stay-at-home mom, and now I'm working again after taking several years off as a parent coach. And I find that same passion. And when I wake up in the, mor- in the mornings, after the kids go off to school, and I'm, you know, in my home office, I'm back on the, in research mode, lear, learning more about child development, learning more about effective ways to reach parents in my coaching practice. And once the kids go back to bed, I'm back on it again. And so spending way more than eight to 10 hours a day on a practice. There's no boss telling me what to do. I'm doing it on my own. There's no one saying, you know, today or this week, you need to work on developing more parenting strategies or tips or developing a list or doing more research on child development of school-age girls. It's all because I love every moment of it. And so why am I telling you all of this to sort of brag that, yeah, I found my passion in life? I'm telling you this because we do in life what we enjoy and what we find enjoyable, what we find value in. And at the moment, I find complete joy and complete value in my coaching, in my parent coaching practice. And so keeping that in mind, let's turn now to that topic um, I said I would share with you today. And the topic was how an empowered daughter listens to her mama. And of course, that extra word sometimes. So, and I get asked this you know, I get asked, what are some strategies? What are some tips to get my daughter to listen? And it's more than that. It's a, it's a long, (laughs) it's a long understanding of how do we get our daughters to listen. But simply put, a big guess sometimes is why doesn't your daughter listen to you? 
because she doesn't care. <laughs> That's hard to hear. That's hard to listen to. But we do things in life that we care about and that we find important. We find value in getting things done. And so for me, it's my career as a parent coach. For other women, it's their careers in the corporate world or um, as teachers, as doctors, as nurses, or other work that you find that you're doing. But also in, you know, I'm responsible for taking care of the family as well, along with my spouse. We still have to clean the house. We have to cook dinners. But the, it's not a chore or a task that we necessarily enjoy doing, but we, found, we find the value in getting those things done. We, enjoy, we know that we need to, and we enjoy providing for the family, providing for our kids, for our girls. And so when you're struggling with getting your daughter to follow her morning routine to get to the school bus on time, or your homework battles and getting her to finish up her projects for school, the big question is, does she care about those things? And I'm not saying that if she doesn't, then forget about it. It's, you know, it's a lost cause. She's not going to do it and not to make her do things that she needs to learn how to do simply because she doesn't care. I'm not saying to let those things go, but I do want to talk about five important keywords that I want you to think about during any struggle, whether it's getting her to clean her room, getting her through her morning routine or in homework assignments or in leaving the playground or in her addiction to her device and you know, when you're trying to get her to do something around the house, but she wants to stay on that phone. We're going to look at five keywords and look at those struggles that you're having. Those keywords are process, connection, communication, understanding, and empowerment. And let's talk about those words real quickly. The first word that I mentioned was process. And in getting your daughter to listen to, let's call them orders, but getting your daughter to listen to what needs to be done around the house or in life in general, the process. And the first part of that understanding of the word process is, are you consistent? Are you consistent in your routines? Are you consistent in, in helping her to understand the process of what needs to be done? And I want you to think about, when thinking about process, process versus the product. In getting her to follow, let's take morning routine, in getting her to follow that morning routine of yours that you set forth for her, are you teaching? Are you teaching her what needs to be done or are you ordering her to get things done? Because when we look at the process and we look at teaching, then she finds value in getting those things done. And she's, not, she's no longer listening because mom said so, like how we were taught, you listen to, you listen because that's what I said so. I said to do that, mom says. But are you teaching her the value in showing up to the bus on time, the respect that you need to give the bus driver so that he's not waiting or she's not waiting an extra minute because you're consistently late to the bus? Is she finding the value in the process of the morning routine? So that's something to think about. The next one I want you to think about is that word connection. And in that morning routine, are you coming from a place of love? 
Or are you, again, are you balking orders to her? Who do we listen to and where do we find that we want to follow the order of someone when you have a strong connection with someone? And what is our ultimate goal in raising our children? Do we want someone who's listening to us because they have to, because we're providing for them, because we're feeding them, because we're clothing them? Or do we want someone, are we, do we want to raise someone, raise a daughter who feels a strong connection to us? And if you're balking orders to her to get that morning routine done and not focusing on a connection, then what are we losing within that process? So two words to think about, the process and the connection. The third word I want you to think about is communication. And this is a strong one. This is an important one. And this is something that we may not have heard when we were growing up because, again, we were told, you listen to, and you do this because I said so. I'm your parent. You're the daughter. You're doing this because you're living in my house. I'm providing for you, and I said so. I'm bigger. I'm older. You must listen. But let's think differently now. Communication. Have you asked her why she isn't listening? It sounds simple, right? It sounds simple, and for some, it might sound a bit ridiculous. She's five. She just needs to listen. Or she's seven. She needs to listen. But let's, if we focused on communication in order to get our children to do things that, they need to be done, that need to be done around the house, let's take that morning routine. Why isn't she able to follow that morning routine and get to the bus on time without being told again and again? Is she overly tired? Why aren't, you, why aren't you getting ready for school on time? Are you finding it difficult to pick out your clothes in the morning? Or are you just not hungry enough at 7 a.m. to have your eggs and sausage and a glass of orange juice? Is that too much in the morning? And your tummy is just not handling it well, so you're going through the motions very slowly. Or is something on your mind? Are you nervous about a test that's coming up and you're just not all that excited about going to school? Or in cleaning and communication, cleaning their room. You are not your daughter. You walk into that room of hers and you might see a mess. Have you asked her why she isn't cleaning up or are you balking orders you need to clean up your room? If you asked her why, would she tell you something like, you know what, mom, you see a mess, but I know that I just created these Legos. This little Lego city over here is getting ready for my play when I come home from school, or the artwork that I have stacked over here in the corner are all the important things that I love seeing when I walk past them. And it's on the floor, but I love seeing it. You can't change a person without understanding them. You can't change a person with, the, you can't understand them until you communicate with them. And that communication again in the homework, is she not doing her homework because it's too difficult for her? Or is she not doing her homework because it's so simple she doesn't find the value in doing a worksheet for 12 minutes every single day when she can tell you the answers to that? To, to the questions on her worksheet in two minutes. 
So we have process, we have connection, and we have communication in trying to get our daughters to follow the rules of our house or trying to get her to do things or to learn life skills. The next word I want you to think about, I sort of mentioned it already, is understanding and understanding where she finds her value in her day. But another part of that understanding is, do you understand or are you trying to understand her? Is what you are asking in line with where she is developmentally? And is it in line with her ability? Are you asking her to clean her room, but she doesn't quite know what that means? She doesn't know organization. Are you asking her to do things that are developmentally appropriate? Are you understanding where she is in, along the developmental stages? Is she, does she know what is expected of her? And do you, are you in line with what you are expecting? So we have process, connection, communication, and understanding. And the last word I want you to consider during any struggle is the word empower, empowerment. And as you know, the name of my business is Empowering, Empowered Parents Empowering Daughters. And ultimately, I would guess that anyone listening to this podcast ultimately wants a daughter who feels connected to you, but you also want a daughter who feels empowered, a daughter who knows what she wants and knows how to get there, a daughter who can make decisions on her own, a daughter who isn't listening to orders from others simply because she's being ordered to do so, but a daughter who thinks for herself. And ultimately, it's up to her to follow rules and it's up to her to follow your rules. Yeah, I hate to break it to you, but you can't make anyone listen to you. Not consistently anyway, not 100% of the time. You can't make them. She will ultimately make her own decisions. Sure, she may listen when she's eight years old if you order her to clean her room, if you order her to do things. You order her to get ready, get on that bus on time. You order her to do her homework. But she will ultimately become a person who does things that she values and she will make her own decisions. So once you understand that, there will be times when she's not listening because she chooses not to. But when she doesn't listen, what is your plan? And I wanna go back to that second word again then, connection. And if your goal is to have a strong, connected relationship with her, will yelling at her and balking orders to her help? Know when to pick your battles. Are you sacrificing your connection with a child in order to have a child who listens now in order to avoid the lectures or the yelling but will ultimately feel disconnected to you later? 
if walking in her room <laughs> and you find a mess, if that bothers you, is that something that you're willing to let go of? Can she, is there a compromise that can be made? She needs to keep her room dust-free, but she's allowed to keep her artwork on the floor because in communicating with her and understanding her reasoning behind things, you know that she values having the artwork on the floor so that she can see it on the way out of her room, on the way to get ready for school in the morning. And she's reminded of the work that she did and it sort of lifts her up in the morning. Is there a compromise that can be made and a battle that can be given up in order to sit, salvage the relationship that you have with her? So there are five words I want you to consider when trying to get your daughter, who you want to be empowered, to listen to you. The process, the connection, communication, understanding, and empowerment. And think about the relationship you have with yourself. Sure, like I mentioned earlier, you do things that you have to do that you don't love doing, like cleaning or even, heck, taking your daughter to soccer practice twice a week after putting in a long day at work. But you found the value in doing those things. But if someone were to be standing over you, lecturing you for you to do those things, how eagerly and willingly would you get them done? And more importantly, if someone were, something were troubling you and you needed to talk to someone, how quickly would you run to that person to talk to them? And how close would you feel to them? Just something to think about today. But thanks for joining me for episode number four of One Mom, One Girl, Together We Rise. And again, I can be found at Empowered Parents Empowering Daughters on Facebook or at my website at parentcoachangie.com. And I do work one-on-one -on -one with parents if you want to delve deeper into this topic or anything else, any other challenges that you're experiencing as a parent in my one-on-one -on -one coaching practice. Just again, check out that website at www.parentcoachangie.com. And until next time, thanks for listening.